Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. Yo, ancient, A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Ellie, welcome to the cave. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. You know, the listeners and the viewers, exciting time for you. You know, you have a new project at CW's All-American Homecoming. Describe that feeling right now. Uh, it's amazing, you know, to be telling this story during this time. Um, it's exciting. And I think that people can really relate to it. And working with everybody was a dream, you know, it felt like a family. So it, it feels great. It feels right. That's awesome. Before we, uh, we get into more about the show, you know, like I was trying to do some research on you and everything. I want to know, like, how did you get into the acting world? What made you get into it? You know, uh, I've, I've told this story a lot and it always brings me joy. So I definitely love to share it. I was in the fifth grade and my teacher, Mr. Hornsby, asked if we wanted to put on a play, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, um, or Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And everybody was like, yeah, let's do it. And I got to play the lead, Charlie. And my teacher asked if I wanted to change it to Charlene. And I was like, no, I can play a boy. And uh, did it and fell in love with it. And then my daddy took me to see the five heartbeats. And I think that really kind of solidified my love of this acting thing, even though I didn't know what it was. I didn't know that you could make money doing it. It was just like, oh, this is something that I want to be a part of. That's great. What do you uh, was there anybody that influenced you also to continue and pursue this? Yeah, um, there were quite a few people along the way. I think early on, um, my mom was always a great support and just like, all right, you want to go here? We'll we'll go here. You want to do that? We'll do that. Um, And then as I began to really pursue it in college, I had professors like Dr. Charlene Holmes, who poured so much into me. I met an amazing man, Freddie Hendricks, who started the Freddie Hendricks Youth Ensemble of Atlanta. And that all of those were just really good uh, stepping stones and foundations for me to kind of end up where I am today. Wow. So like, what do you what do you feel is like your biggest accomplishment so far? Because you've worked on some great projects. And one of my favorite projects that you've been on was Pitch a couple of years ago. And to this day, I was I'm still bummed that that was one of those shows that just didn't make it after one season. Yeah, I know. I was really bummed that it didn't make it either. You know, I thought that it was a great show. I thought the writing was excellent. Um, I thought that it was different and fresh. So Mm. that was that was something that really broke my heart that it did not get to um, continue. But honestly, I would say and I'm I'm sure people would not um, necessarily agree with my answer to what I consider my greatest accomplishment is, but I think my greatest accomplishment is that I stayed. I stayed out here and I'm still here in in California pursuing the dream. I was told to ask you, we've been hearing little rumblings though about pitch, maybe like a reboot or like a a continuation. Have you heard anything else more about this? 
I have not heard anything else about it. I know that there were like a group of fans that started um, a petition, um, which I was like, yes, start the petition, go for it. Um, I, I would love, love it if it came back. I unfortunately haven't heard anything. So yeah, let's jump right into your new project, All American Homecoming. I got to know, were you a fan of the original? Did you go back to watch the original after you booked this? I was already a fan. My husband started watching it first. And, you know, I would come in and out of the house, see him watching it. He was like, babe, you really got to watch this show. So I got into it when it went to Netflix, the first season, and I binged it and I fell in love with it. And I started telling everybody about it and I got my mom hooked on it. And it's one of the very few shows that my husband and I would watch live. Um, And so I was already a fan of the show so that when All-American Homecoming came around, I was like, "Uh, yes, please. <laughs> so how did you get approached? How did you get approached for this now? Was this an audition? Do you know somebody that called it was you? it was an audition? My my team reached out to me for the audition um, and had a wonderful what I felt was a wonderful um, self-tape submission that I submitted. And then um, casting reached out and said they wanted to have a director's session. So I did that and got to uh, meet the our awesome casting director, Leah Daniels Butler, and the director of our backdoor pilot, Michael Schultz, during that session. Um, and then found out they wanted to test me and I booked it. And here we are. That's great. Uh, um, would you ever want to see your character? Well, we, we're going to jump into your character also. But would you ever want to see your character uh, show up in the original? My character has shown up in the original. Yes. Yeah. I started watching the new one first. Okay. Yeah. So um, my character showed up in season four, okay. episode eight of All Americans. So um, and that that aired February 21st when we premiered. So it was uh, really cool that I was on the flagship show and then immediately after on on our show. So, uh, yeah, so I'd love you, to go back. How would you describe now, Amira? She's smart. I like I like her character. She's spunky yeah. a little bit. I, you know, I would de- describe Amara as hopelessly fearless. Mm. You know, uh, there's just uh, there is a desire in her that wants to do good, but also wants to see good done for other people. And and I think even if it cost her something she's still willing to pay that price if on the other end of it someone else is going to prosper how did you prepare to play this character amara is very much like me um and so uh there, there was that that i was able to tap into but i think also just how i prepare for any other character is just by seeking the truth understanding who this character is, creating the backstory um, in addition to what I've already been given and just building this world and making it as real as possible so that I can be as authentic and honest as possible in the role. Did you get a chance to put any like input to this character also how like how you want to play her? Yeah, I think I think the the amazing thing about writers is that they are really good listeners and they they watch. And so I feel like as the season has kind of progressed, it has felt like, 
oh, yeah, this is something that Kelly would say. Um, or this is something that, yes, Amara would say, but it definitely feels like it's one in the same. And so I feel like what I have brought to it, they they have also seen and take into account. And listen, I'm not taking credit for anything <laughs> that these amazing writers have written. Um, but I think that there is a good balance, you know, of our writers listening when when we have something to say as actors. Is there anything you would change about her if you could? Mm, I've never received that question. Um is there anything I would change about her? Not, there's nothing that I can think of right now. You know, she's not too perfect. Um, she's flawed. I think, you know, sometimes she does need to chill out a little bit. Like I, I think that she is a, a, a human, like a regular, normal human being who's not too perfect, who's not too jacked up. She's just a woman trying to figure stuff out. Now you play the aunt for uh, Jeffrey Maya's character, Simone Hicks also like describe that chemistry. Cause it looks like there's like certain seeds where you're like, you're like a mother figure to her pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, Jeff and I have our own relationship, you know, we're texting constantly. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that translates onto the screen, you know, um, Amara feels very protective of Simone. She, Amara doesn't have any children of her own. Um, and so it does feel like Simone is her baby, you know? Um, and, and I identify with that. My sister has two children who I consider my own. The running joke is that I'm really their parents. And I came out to California to pursue my dreams. Um, but, I think that dynamic of just like now my baby girl has come to the university where I teach and I feel like I have a responsibility to protect her um, and, and be with her throughout all of what she's going to experience. Now, do you find it easy when you're on set with her and you guys just have like the, the room to yourself pretty much? Yeah, it's so easy. You know, we laugh like hearty laughter um with each other constantly it's like two girlfriends hanging out mm. how would you describe the working with the rest of the cast and the vibe on set everybody else is great it i would describe it as a family and mm. our showrunner and creator in uh nk is what we call her she is such a wonderful leader and family is so important to her and it flows from the head down. And what she has created for us is something that it's a dream, you know, where we are able to come in and not like no family is perfect. And I won't say that we're perfect. We have our ups and downs, but the beautiful thing about it is because we already know this is a family, we're going to work through it and we're going to figure it out. And then we still going to love each other and keep it moving. How many, how many episodes are we expecting uh, for the first season? 13, Wow. 13 episodes. Yeah. So episode six will air, um, uh, this coming Monday. Yeah. So, have yeah. You, have you heard any news about a season two yet, or that's still in the works? We haven't heard news. Typically they don't, um, give news about season one shows until around May. Mm-hmm. 
So that's kind of where we are. We were very excited to hear that our flagship show, All American, got a season five renewal. So that's really exciting. So, you know, we feel confident, but you never know with this industry. Um, Just taking it one Monday at a time. That's right. Now, what's next for you now? Any other projects that you're allowed to tell us about that you're working on for the viewers and listeners to find out about? Yeah, I did um, a feature film last year that uh, I saw we premiered just with the cast and crew um, a couple of weeks ago called Honor Student. Um, And it was by far one of the hardest projects that I've ever had to work on as an actor um, dealing with uh, school shootings and the, the issues around it. Um, I'm not sure. Right now it's on the festival circuit. So we're waiting to hear back from a few things um, or a few festivals. Um, but it's a really good piece. It's a, it's, it's a tough one, though. And then um, I'm also writing a play um, for Black Rebirth Collective, which is a collective that I'm a founding member of. Uh, the play is uh, called Betty and Coretta, or it is about Betty and Coretta, Betty Shabazz and Coretta Scott King. It's an imagined meeting between these two ladies, which was inspired by Jeff Stetson's play, The Meeting, which was an imagined meeting between Malcolm X and Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. Is your goal to like try to get that up and running like in a theater? It is. That's that is the goal. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's challenging. It's challenging. And I think I my challenge is getting out of my head and just putting it on the page. Hey, if you don't try, you don't fail, right? Is that what they say? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) uh, Kelly, lastly, how can the listeners and the viewers find you on uh, social media? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Kelly M. Jenrette and Kelly Jenrette on Facebook. Kelly, this was great. Uh, Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time.